Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If you're hitting the drive-thru for breakfast today, how long can you sit there and wait before you get annoyed or even angry about it? As, as we've discussed in the past, I don't have a lot of patience in the drive-thru. No, no. And they used to have a timer on, yeah. on some drive-thrus. They, they got rid of that real quick. Uh, we, it has been found that we're not as patient as we used to be. Well, I think that's true of everything. And most of us can only last five minutes before we get annoyed. Five minutes? That even seems long to that's me. That's way too, too long. Just sit for five. Count down five minutes. Right. Oh, it's no long. way. Uh, just try and give your kid a time out for five minutes. You can't last that long. Almost all, uh, say it's unacceptable to wait more than five minutes to, or- to or- just to order. And what? then once we do, it should take a max of five minutes more to get the food in a drive through lineup for 10 minutes? No. So if the whole thing takes more than 10 minutes, we're fuming. Around one in five people expect it to happen even faster than that. Many said once they order, it shouldn't take more than two minutes to get their food. Right. We're willing to wait a little longer when we actually sit down in a restaurant, but we still expect things to happen pretty fast. Many would be annoyed if they had to wait 10 minutes for their server to take their order. And once the order is in, just over half expect their food to arrive within 10 minutes. In other words, we expect to be eating within 20 minutes well, of sitting down. I, I, listen, I, at a restaurant, especially if you've got a drink in your hand, mm. it's, it's a lot easier to wait. Depends on the type of restaurant you you're You're a lot more patient, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I, I don't... I, I get annoyed way before the five-minute mark. Mm. But I'm also guilty of, uh, of asking for special orders on things. Right. Like no pickles on my burger. So right. I... I have to at least give a little bit of leeway for that if I've asked for something, you know, different or right. special. I hate getting the pull ahead and uh, and wait or park. Go but park if you've somewhere. asked for a special order, that means at least you're not holding everybody else right. up behind you. I understand. Which yes. you're guilty of. And, and I get it. <laughs> and, and so I, I have to pack a little bit of patience right. knowing that if I haven't just ordered something standard off the menu right. that should be ready within a you know, minute and a half. Right. That I, I've got to be patient. But let me ask you this. Yeah. How many cars... Uh, I, I, can't, I can't imagine waiting 10 minutes before you order. How many cars would have to be in the drive-thru before you say, screw it and pull away? Oh, if I'm driving up, I t- I'll take a quick peek. And if there's uh, half a dozen or more, it depends on the drive-thru. Because right, yes. If it's a Timmy's or something, it's just a coffee shop. Mm, well, even the Timmy's can be tough sometimes because, and this is where my problem lies, the multiple orders. Right. I really believe, and I've said this many times, the drive-thru should just be for you and maybe one other person. Simple orders. If you're ordering from multiple people, get out of your car and go inside. It should be like the express checkout mm. at the grocery store. If you're just going to get a bagel and a coffee for you and the person in your passenger seat, perfect. If you've got kids and everybody wants something different, Park your car and get your fat ass into the restaurant. Well, and now too, with most of most places having apps that you can pre-order. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And like you know, with Mickey D's, you can set your order into the app too. No. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, with our family, it's basically a standard order. Right. What the kids want, what we want here, you can just. Hit refresh on that, and off you go. Sometimes you'll pull up to the drive through window, and the person's car ahead of you, their order is still posted. Oh, yeah. And you'll see, like, 
four Cokes, six Big Macs, five fries, a, 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 a smoothie, a, a salad, a oh. chicken salad. And I just want to get out and choke that driver ahead of me. I, but a buddy of mine posted uh, not too long ago that a picture, and I thought of you right away because it was at a Tim's, I think. Mm. And the person in front of him that was still up, and they took a picture of him. It was like $90. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> There would be a hate crime. Oh. <laughs> like, especially, too, if you're if you're ordering, like, one of those, like, take 10 or whatever, yeah. carafts yeah. of, uh, of things. You know they've got to empty, like, four pots of coffee to make it. You can't do that at the drive-thru. I am so aware of my surroundings. Like, I, I could never imagine. Like, when you and I used to do the Timmy's runs to, to businesses, yeah. remember? We'd go We'd inside, call ahead. call ahead, and go get it inside. I could never, ever look in my rearview mirror, see dozens of cars behind me, and be ordering from multiple people. I would shrink in embarrassment. Yeah. I could not do it. Oh, well, I. <laughs> Matt just texted me. He said he waited 23 minutes in a Tim's drive-through uh, near a hockey rink a couple of weeks ago because there were five people that called in sick and a hockey tournament oh, was going on. You know, Timmy's is man. It, it's a real like you've got to know what you're doing. The, the, the one close to my place, I used to frequent quite a bit. There was a woman uh, that worked there forever on the overnights. She was so fast, so good, had it all done. And lots of times it seemed like she was in there by herself. You could have six cars in that drive-through, and it's a tough one too because the one lane. A lot of Mickey D's have the double ordering thing. Yeah. You get a lot of squeeze a lot of cars in, but this is just a single little lane thing, and they're backed out onto the street. Sometimes she would have people flying through. I don't know if she quit or got a day shift or whatever happened happened. She's not on the overnights anymore. They got about four young people in there, blind leading the blind, <laughs> no clue what's going on. So I gave up. I stopped going because it was even at four in the morning. It was packed with cars. I wonder if. You know, you say that, that it should be on the the people ordering. You know, don't go into the drive through if you've, you're ordering for more than two people. Mm. I wonder what would happen if that was the rule of the the cashier at the drive through. Like, once your order reached a certain mm. amount, they could just say, "I'm sorry, sir, you got to pull in." No, they get they get screamed at. You know, <laughs> they, they're, they're, well, they get screamed at anyway. If no, it's taking that long, no, right? I know. I, I got so mad at a guy ahead of me one morning. I was fuming, and to the point where I was. You know, can we move it along out my window? Oh, and he, really? He bought my he bought my tea. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was doing multiple. He's probably heading to work. Yeah, and maybe it's his. It was his morning to get something for everybody. Right. And I know a lot of these places too. Certainly with COVID, uh, overnights the doors are locked. Like yes. you can't get inside. Yeah. I, I you know. I get it. There are those moments. But if you're doing the lunch run for everybody, yeah. Yeah, just order all the coffees black and get some cream and sugar yeah. on the side. Move along. <laughs> just, but even then, just go inside. Right. Go inside, please. The drive-thru is meant just to pick something up and keep going. I think of all the Christmas movies you've seen. Is there an iconic holiday film character that's probably your favorite? Well, I mean, uh, Clark W. Griswold comes to mind. He's a beauty. Uh, for sure. Uh, Buddy the Elf mm-hmm. as well. I go with the guy who was committing all the uh, sorority girl murders in Black Christmas. Oh, okay. A favorite of mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about 2,000 people were asked about uh, their favorite holiday Christmas movie characters. And the bird lady from Home Alone is on the list. That's okay, yes, two. gotcha. The conductor from the Polar Express. Right. Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. Gizmo from Gremlins. 
the ghost of Christmas present from Scrooge, John McClane from Die Hard. Uh-huh. God, I hate seeing those up on Facebook All again. The memes back up. Is Die Hard really a Christmas well, movie? I mean, is Gremlins one? I haven't seen it in so long, I don't I, even know. I, I was trying to think the same thing. I mean, other than the fact that it takes place at Christmas time, right? I guess that's maybe why. The Grinch from Dr. Seuss and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Uh, yours, Buddy from Elf. Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Right, yeah. The favorite of all time, though, out of all these 2,000 people who were asked, Ebenezer Scrooge from A Christmas Carol. Oh, really? I, I would go with, like, a Fred Claus, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an under... It's one of those ones that nobody really mentions as right. a favorite. I have it on DVD. I love it. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Except that... Uh, what's his name? Kevin uh, Spacey shows up in it. Okay. And now anytime you watch anything with him in it, you got to go, oh, damn. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn is Fred Claus and uh, Paul Giamatti as uh, Santa Claus, his brother. It's just great. But, yeah, I, I again, A Christmas Carol with Ebenezer Scrooge. I know it's been redone many, many, many times. I don't know that I've actually sat through the movie. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, boy, it's been a very long time. I can't. I, I would think, you know, Kurt Russell's portrayal of Santa a good in one. Christmas Chronicles, yeah. the Netflix special, is a really good one, too. That's good, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we got our tree on Sunday and, went and had our viewing of, uh, of uh, Christmas Vacation once yeah. again. Yeah, I, I gotta say though, as much as I love it, and and now you know I've seen it so many times, and to the point where I just start giggling before anything happens, huh. just as scenes are coming up. But once the uh, old folks arrive for the dinner, yeah, it, I think it goes off the rails. It's not, it's not funny from there moving forward. Oh, yeah, there there are some cheesy bits that that are in there. Yeah. I think, I don't know about that. The whole squirrel and everything is fine. Yeah. I mean, there's the one line when uh, him and his dad are cleaning up and his father says, you know, how I got through the holidays was Jack Daniels. I mean, yeah. there's a couple of moments. But then when she sings the Star Spangled Banner yeah. at the end, it, it just goes off the rails and for the me. the uncle and all that, yeah. It, uh, it loses something. But the whole opening, Chevy, and again, Chevy's problematic because everybody that's ever worked with him says he's a complete a-hole. But just those little moments, like when he's falling on the ladder and his hand goes back and forth trying to figure out what side to grab the ladder on. Just those little moments that as an actor you pick to do. Right. Uh, just so many funny moments. We haven't moments. sat down and watched a lot of Christmas movies yet. And, and Elf is usually a staple for yeah. us. But And Ed Asner's uh, uh, Santa yeah. Claus of that too. And we lost him this year, I think. Right? Did he die? This year, yeah. Yeah, I think he, yeah, I think we, he passed away. I, did I tell you this story? I was looking up. Uh, you had uh, led me to planes, trains, and automobiles in the behind the scenes uh, right. thing. So now I watch a lot of those, and I watched a, a thing about uh, Christmas Vacation. And I always wondered how he went out in the woods to get the tree, didn't have a saw because his son said, "Dad, did you bring the saw?" And of course, they make the bong noise, and he realizes he forgot it. And then next, it cuts to the tree being on top of the car, pulled out of the ground. Right. Well, it turns out there was a whole scene in there where they went back to, the, I guess, the, uh, the, the parking lot of the tree farm that they were on and asked the, the cranky old man if they could borrow a saw, of which I guess it's a whole thing where he's like, we don't lend out saws. And he gave him a shovel. So then Chevy went back and dug the tree out of the, the ground. And that's why when you see it on top of the car, all the roots are hanging from it because he dug it out. Mm. But you don't see that in the movie. I just assumed, but he couldn't have driven that car into the middle of the woods 
to yank it out with a chain. Right. I always, oh, how the hell did he get that big tree out of the ground? Well, had they left that scene in, we'd know he dug it okay. out. Okay. Yeah. You're really overthinking this. Well, these are the things that I ponder when I'm about nine scotches <laughs> in watching a movie like that. All right, let's talk about ketchup, shall we? It's, it's probably the most popular of all condiments, you would think. It certainly is used on, I think, the widest variety of foods. Right. I mean, I've really gone to mustard as my favorite condiment, and I'll put it on, like, pierogies and potatoes, and uh, I'll dip meat into it. Pierogies and yeah, mustard? Yeah, very good, yeah. All right. I like. But, yeah, people put uh, ketchup on all sorts of things. And if you're a ketchup fanatic, you've probably liked it on anything. But even me, who I like it, I sometimes I like the condiments more than I like the meal themselves. But um, but there are some places where I'll draw the line when it comes to ketchup. I don't know that I've ever met anybody who doesn't like ketchup. Anybody? I married one. Yeah, she doesn't like ketchup. No. You should have run a million miles at the sign of that. <laughs> that should have been a red flag right from the get go. Right. Well, I, but some people take it to the opposite extreme. Where they, they put ketchup on steak. I've seen that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I think that was like a 70s thing. Right. I, I don't see it as much now. Yeah, like HP sauce. And I, kind of oh, like I do people. like HP and sauce and eggs. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but I, I, you know, how bad would a steak have to be done mm. for you to need to douse it in that? Did you ever go to Ponderosa Steakhouse? Right, yes. You needed a lot of HP sauce. <laughs> that's where when you saw it first. When they're offering you a steak dinner for four bucks, you know you're in trouble. Anyhow, by far, uh, when it comes to ketchup, the grilled cheese is the, uh, the go-to. Really? I thought it would be like a hot dog. Oh, yeah, hamburger. hot dog, f- burger, fries. But I think there's so many other options, I think, for hamburgers and hot dogs, right? You can put mayo, m- mustard, relish. Right. Uh, whereas, uh, what else would you dip grilled cheese into? I can't imagine dipping it into anything else but ketchup or just eating it straight up. Yes. Right? I, I'm i more a straight up, not a, not a ketchup. I have, to have, I have to have a ketchup on grilled really? cheese. Really? Here's some odd ones, though. Tacos. What, ketchup? Ketchup on tacos. Some people say they uh, can get behind that idea. Well, see, I think the most popular uh, condiment in the world is salsa. You think you think salsa is more popular than ketchup? I think I well, hmm. I've seen studies that say well, some uh, surveys that say hmm. salsa hmm. is the most popular of condiments, and uh, you know, if, if you're dipping things, I would dip things more into salsa hmm. than I would. Ketchup, oddly Which enough. is odd for you because salsa certain, is tomato chunky. Yeah, certain salsas. Oh, you probably have to be smooth like a baby's bottom salsa. I prefer it, yes. Because you don't like the chunkiness of it. You don't like it. Too tomato. chunky becomes a, a pico de gallo at that point. Mm-hmm. Although some services said guacamole is the most popular condiment, but it costs so much that oh, yeah. most people say yeah. no. I love uh, avocados straight up with some balsamic vinegar. That's a very good. You like All avocado? Right. No, oh, I'm not I ask big on you it. these things. You you eat like a six year old. <laughs> you really? I think your boys have probably matured in their food uh, palate. I think they've gone beyond yeah. you. Oh, thanks to Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> if you lived alone, it would be steak every day, and steak. Not every day. Some chicken. By far, your your, your favorite. Your barbecue probably six of the seven days of the week. Do you really? I, I it would be. I'm not saying if oh. I if I lived alone, it probably. Oh, okay, but not now. No. Oh, but how how many nights a week do you figure you consume meat? Is it every night of the week? Uh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. 
Right. Like some form of meat. Like, like are you talking just steak? No, yeah, just meat in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. There's not a veggie night for me. Really? Right. You guys don't just have a... Have a well, you got boys. They're young. I, I forget. But, yeah, I guess we used to cook meat and, and carbs <laughs> and all that every <laughs> day. There's stories of David. What would a veggie night oh. look like in your house? Oh, yeah. He would have gagged and thrown up all over the table. But now we'll do, like, stuffed tomatoes with tuna. Like, we'll be doing all sorts of different things. I got yeah, a vegetarian. Is considered, well, I guess, I guess it's a fish. Right. It's just still a meat. Well, we'll have fish nights, yeah. But yeah, no, don't worry. Doctor Downer's going to churn you around. <laughs> you got about five years left, buddy, and it's over for you. So you better get that grease and fat in you fast. Bring it on! It's, it's coming to a close. Uh, ketchup on rice. I think I've done on that. Just rice. Well, I've done it because I hate rice. If there's one thing I and I've declared, I've given it up. I hate it. I don't know. It. I, there's something. The, 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 I can't stand it. Some uh, people put it on pasta. I mean, perhaps if you're out of tomato sauce, I've never done that. This is bizarre. People have put ketchup on salad. What? Well, I guess there's tomatoes in salad. Yes, but I mean, I... It's like a dressing, I guess. I remember growing up looking at that Catalina dressing, right? Like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's like orange. Yeah. It's not quite ketchup. We have that in our fridge. I can't imagine ketchup on... Yeah, that's getting ridiculous. Yeah, but it's funny though because someone texted in and said uh, no ketchup on grilled cheese, but they dig, dip it in tomato soup. What the hell's the difference? Oh, because yeah, a little bit of vinegar. That's a meal thing, right? People have a bowl of tomato soup and a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I've made tomato soup for dinner and uh, have made grilled cheese as a side. Really? It's yeah, they go hand in hand. Scrambled eggs, of course. You either love it or you hate it. I love it. Uh, ketchup and hot sauce, popcorn. We're putting ketchup on popcorn. Oh, come on. Now, this one I know to be true. Meatloaf. Yes. Uh, because you actually, I, wh- you, when I used to make, make it. You make it with the ketchup, You make right? it with it, yeah. And the bottom, sometimes you mix like brown sugar and ketchup across the bottom of the, the tray. Right. A lot of barbecue sauces have ketchup That's in right. them That's right. Well. Yeah. Your wife doesn't like meatloaf either, right? Uh, no, she's not a big fan. And Probably she doesn't like the eggs. ketchup in there. And she doesn't like eggs. No. I, I don't know what the hell you're doing there. <laughs> and I can say that because I married an Italian who doesn't like pasta anymore. Nightmare of my life. And a cake. Some people like to put ketchup on cake. How, what what kind of cake would need ketchup? <laughs> what, what, how do you ruin a cake? I don't put know. Put ketchup on it. Maybe a carrot cake. It would be the only way I could choke a carrot cake back. Uh, if it's moist enough. Well, I, I can't imagine... You know, like you're having someone over on a birthday and be like, hey, you're going to catch up for this cake. That'd be weird. That'd be weird. I, I, that's the other thing. I, the, the carrot cake. Like, cake is, it's cake. It's sugar and flour and sweet and right. beautiful. And then you go and throw a veggie in it. You need a punch in the head. I can't do ketchup on eggs either. Really? And, right? and, and to be honest, even if, if, like, if someone is over and they're having ketchup yeah. on their eggs, I I have a tough time cleaning it up. Wow. It looks like a murder scene. Oh, you'd barf if you watch me. Oh. Like any type of egg. Like I'll eat sunny side up and I'll put oh. eggs. So the mixture of the yolk and it's all down my face. Oh, you would literally throw up. Well, here's a mom that certainly has uh, way too much time on her hands. Uh, she uh, decided at some point in her early 40s, that she was going to go back to school. You think, okay, that's that's terrific. You know, maybe maybe you didn't finish your degree, you didn't finish school, you got married, whatever, and now you want to, you know, do what you want to do. You're, yeah. Uh, not so much for this woman. She just wanted to go back to school so she could date young dudes. <laughs> 
Wait a minute. She's how old? She's 43. Okay. And so she uh, she really did Aunt Becky, uh, Lori Loughlin, backwards here. <laughs> uh, she... <laughs> She should have just taken herself photos of herself rowing. She did a few things backwards. I bet she did. She stole, or reverse. She stole her daughter's identity <laughs> so that she could go to college. Uh, she uh, managed to pull this scam for a couple of years, even got student loans at really? one point. Yes. Uh, and uh, then she got caught. I don't know how she got caught, but she's going to prison probably for about five years. Now, this this is not shocking. <laughs> She did, I guess, snag a lot of dudes. All of them claimed they didn't even know she was 43 at the time. You know what? With dudes in their early 20s in university, you could be 103. Right. (laughs) They don't care. They don't care. Probably a mommy porn situation, stepmom porn situation going on in their heads anyhow. So how far did she... Well, obviously she took this far, but like how... She went the whole way. Yeah, but how far did she go with the the ruse? Like, did she go to class? I don't know if she took a class. I mean, she got student loans, so you would think... You'd have to keep up some... Yeah. yeah, If she did for a couple of years, she'd have to at least keep some marks going, right? Well, I guess if she stole her daughter's identity... Was her daughter in school? Maybe at the same... Like, were they going to the same school? I don't know. But to add even a more uh, porn-like uh, twist to it, she also scored a job at the library. <laughs> so she's a, a sexy librarian now as well. She's working on campus too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she had it all going. She live in a dorm, you think? <laughs> I don't know. Like, move back into the dorm? I don't know. Wow. But some, uh, some 22-year-old dudes... Or mid twenties guys got busy with uh, this that poor girl. Like if she goes to the same school, like oh, as her mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor girl. You know, a university can be intimidating enough. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, Stacy's mom is <laughs> the talk of the town, talk of the campus. Look who joins us! Our little Santa Claus, our little elf. It's Teddy Reader. Good morning, Ted. Yes, I'm an elf. I'm a shelf. How are you, boys? We're good, Teddy. We're Hope good. that shelf doesn't break. <laughs> Teddy Reader, of course, for Helinda's Meats. And, Teddy, uh, I have been waiting to talk to you since last week because I was at Helinda's Meats, and I was picking up some stuff, and I noticed I'm always looking to see what's, what's new, and uh, they had something called armadillo eggs. Have you heard of armadillo eggs? Yes, I have. Oh my gosh! I got I got to get them. They look amazing. Uh, let's let's uh, let's see how Teddy Reader would make his own style of armadillo. Well, egg. An ar- armadillo egg uh, is uh, usually a hard boiled egg. It's almost like a scotch egg, but mm. you wrap the whole thing in bacon. Okay, this is but different. This is totally I would different. Take, um, the armadillo eggs also can be jalapenos mm-hmm. stuffed with cheese and other kinds of meats, and then wrapped in meat. And then wrapped in bacon and baked. That's wow. right. That's, that's, that's the one that right. Craig saw. Or yeah. they're also, there's an one as if it's just a jalapeno that's wrapped in, um, uh, that's been stuffed with cheese and stuff and wrapped in bacon. That's sometimes known as an atomic buffalo turd. Right. Yes, I remember and, hearing or, you or say Or a that. Texas Twinkie. Okay. <laughs> right? They all sound amazing. This thing, look, it almost was the size of a, like a like a Nerf football. Like, right. You know, and really? It, oh, it looked really good. But here's my only concern, though, because uh, I was talking to the lady uh, about it. And she said, you put it in the oven at about 400. Wouldn't all that cream cheese, or on your grill, I guess, maybe maybe not that, uh, not that hot, but wouldn't all that cream cheese start melting and slipping out of the ground pork? 
Uh, well, the, the meat should hold it all in. Okay. And But the thing is, if you're what we would do when I would, would make them is I would take a mixture of cream cheese and shred it like mozzarella. Okay. Because the mozzarella is a high melt where cream cheese is a low melt. So when cream cheese gets warm very quickly, it just turns to ooze and it actually just splits. Right. And so if you put in some shredded cheese, that helps to bring it together. And if you put in just a little teaspoon of uh, potato starch, okay, that'll hold all the moisture in and hold it right together and keep it from oozing oh, all over like the place. Oh, like a binder, and yeah. Exactly. And then you, then you stuff your jalapenos and then you wrap them in the ground pork or ground beef or ground chicken, whatever you want to do in the way of the meat, and then wrap it tightly in the bacon and then into your smoker and cook them until it's nice and crispy. I'd run it at maybe uh, 275 to 325 so you get that bacon nicely rendered and crisp. So that's it. The jalapeno in this, is this like blow your, your, your mouth off kind of heat that you're getting through this, or is this more flavor when you Are do you this? Are you ever going to get a mouth that can have some no. tolerance he, he to thinks, heat? Because you've got baby mouth there. I'm telling you, <laughs> I have never come across a, a person that has got wimpy, wimpy mouth like you. Like, oh, my God, spicy ketchup would make you cry. Listen, that's me, and I can live with myself that way. I'm just wondering, for those who might be listening to this and thinking, I don't want to, you know, atomic buffalo turd to actually happen while I'm eating this. How bad yeah. is this going to be? Okay. So just take a regular old green pepper and do it with that, but oh, okay. cut it into a wedge and you can stuff it and you'll have your minor version. Right. All right. Or you can do it if you want to go the extreme version, you get, you know, a scotch bonnet pepper and you oh, stuff geez. that oh, and Lord. then wrap that inside the meat. And so you can really blow your head off. Oh, yeah. No but sense. you, you walk past the counter with all those armadillo eggs and, the, and you start to sweat <laughs> up and cry. I Listen, I'm a disappointment to my culture. I know that. <laughs> Don't need to be reminded. Lucky oh, I'll, I promise me. Promise you. I promise you. I will remind you all the time on how wimpy your mouth is. <laughs> That's the name of a movie I saw oh, once. Right. Um, Lucky finds pepper to be a little too yeah, black spicy. pepper's a little too a little much little for me hot. sometimes. All righty. Well, I saw these bad boys, and I just said, I got to talk to Ted about these, because I was sure that either I thought either you had been talking to Halinda's and, and, uh, and showed them the ways, or, or at least if you hadn't seen them at Halinda's, I knew you knew of them, because that, as soon as I saw it, that screamed Ted Reader to me. Oh, there's tasty, tasty, meaty, cheesy, spicy goodness right there. <laughs> hey, Ted, I do have one question. When when you're cooking something like this, where you've got lots of layers of thing, and one of them is ground pork, so so you know you might be a, have to be careful about how long you cook that for, because you want to make sure it's got the doneness. How the hell do you check the temperature when you've got like five layers of something? Well, you just put the the tip of the thermometer probe into the meat section and see how that is, and when it hits 160, you're good. But uh, that's that's the best way to do it because when you get into the cheese, if it's hot, once you poke a hole in there with a the thermometer, the cheese is going to squirt out. As right. soon as you see a little cheese squirting out, you're done. But the other way to tell is if you just take your two fingers and when you squish the armadillo egg, mm. and if it's a little bit firm, it's probably done. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like just touch Always it. buy an extra one so that you can slice it and test it. Right. Yeah, so I guess just touching the top of it like you do the finger test with steak to see its yep. uh, doneness. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Very good, Teddy. Well, I'm going to yep. try them very, very soon. 
if people want to talk to you about grilling anything and, of course, getting a hold of you for Christmas parties as we're down to the final 10 days, um, people might be running out of time. But if they want to get a hold of you and talk to you about that, how do they do it, Teddy? Uh, you'll find us at uh, Ted Grills on social media or at Ted Reader Barbecue the Joint or give us a call at the Eldorado Golf Club and uh, we're happy to see if we can help you. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.